Welcome to Church in the Mall. Welcome home. Hey, it's great to see you guys this morning. And uh, I want to share something kind of interesting. Uh, when I was in college sometime in the early 90s, uh, there was a very famous song that came across the Christian airways. It was by Matt Redman, and it was entitled um, Heart of Worship. During that time in the 90s, Matt Redman's church in England uh, was doing really well. In fact, they had a marvelous band and people were coming. Over 30,000 people actually attended that church. But after a while, there was something just missing from the dynamic. Um, people were coming just to be a part of what was happening, but they weren't necessarily growing in their faith. And so one of the co-founding pastors uh, did something very bold. He said, we're gonna stop all music in our church for the next foreseeable future. Now, during that time, I'm sure many people got frustrated and upset and Matt Redman, who was the worship leader, said, well, what am I to do? And the pastor said, you're to pray and to just be with God. Spend time in the word, journaling, and just experiencing God for who he is. And when the time is right, we're going to come back and lead people in music again. But in that meantime, for that next few months, people in that church began to hear their voices mixed together. And they began to hear God. And the music was no longer a distraction to their faith. And Matt Redman wrote this worship song. And when they finally gathered together again after becoming a congregation whose heart was much closer to God's, they began to sing these words. When the music fades and all is stripped away, and I simply come, longing just to bring something that's of worth that'll bless your heart, I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within, through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. And in the chorus, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it. And the song continues on, and the reason I share it with you this morning is here I am on the stage here at Church in the Mall, and as you can see behind me, the band is not here, it's very empty. We've faded the music into nothing right now as we are all home quarantined, but there's still hope in the midst of it. And I wanna share with you some things that I feel like God is really doing in my life that I believe he wants to do in the life of this community. And so the first is this, as I was spending time in sabbatical these last three months, part of my spiritual growth was learning how to spend excessive amounts of time just experiencing Jesus in my life. And through some tools like formational prayer and just being alone with God, I had these amazing visions where Jesus one time is facing me. And as I'm just broken before him, he reaches into his chest and pulls out his heart and he begins placing it into my chest. And he says, Kevin, this is my heart. You now have my heart. Now, what a bizarre thing to see in the midst of prayer and a vision from God, but allow me to share with you from the book of Ezekiel chapter 36, where this same image takes place, but not just for a pastor, but for the people of God. It begins like this, for I'll take you out of the nations, God says, I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back to your own land, and I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be cleansed. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols, and that cleansing means I'm going to cleanse what you've done, what you're doing, and what you will do. That's an exact thing we see when Jesus is on the cross. And he says it is finished. It's finished then. It's finished now. It will never cease being finished. It's this idea of God washing us clean for all eternity. 
Verse 26, though, is the part I really want to focus on with you this morning. He says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. You will live in the land I gave your forefathers and you will be my people and I will be your God. That's a promise that God gave Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. That's a promise that he gives all new people who come to know him through Jesus Christ, that we become grafted in as sons and daughters of the living God and the family of God. And for one purpose and one purpose alone, to bring God joy. God will make his name great and he'll do it through us so that all the nations of the world will come to know how amazing our God is. Well, again, we're sitting here in an empty church and I'm sure many of you are just as frustrated or, or maybe longing for that community uh, to come back and worship together. And you know what, I'm there with you. But the reality is we're just not ready yet. Right now we're in this strange season of a crisis and it's never a good idea to waste a good crisis. And so here's an opportunity where God wants to do something new, both in my life and in yours. And so I wanna lay out for you our summer plans in hopes that you might get excited about what God is doing. So let's begin with this. I'm gonna start asking our congregation to start meeting together in groups of 10 or less. We're gonna call these groups Church at Home. They're gonna be 12 weeks long and they're gonna begin June 14th and go all the way through the end of August to August 30th. That means I'm counting on you to step out and invite at least one other person to join you. You can have up to 10, you can meet in your house, you can meet in your homes, uh, you can meet outside. It really makes no difference as long as you feel comfortable and safe to meet together. We're going to uh, allow videos to be produced every Sunday in which you will come together and learn a particular section of the book of Acts. And then you'll have an opportunity to check out four or five questions to engage with one another and begin sharing life together. What is it that God has in store for us? And, and begin talking about these scriptures. We'll have a reading plan that breaks up the book of Acts through these next 12 weeks, and you'll be able to read and follow along as part of the community here at Church in the Mall. Together, God wants to show us something new to take our hearts and replace them with his own heart, and I want you to be a part of that. Now, here's what we're going to provide. We're going to give you an online video every Sunday that will have these teachings. They'll be short, no more than probably 10 or 15 minutes. And we'll also provide you the four to five questions for your group to engage with. There'll be a reading plan for the whole church that'll go through the entire book of Acts through the rest of the summer all the way to August. What I'm asking of you, this is a time to pray. This is a time to really seek God and say, God, what do you wanna do in the midst of this crisis? Who is the community you wanna gather around me? And I want you to begin asking people to join you or perhaps ask people that you can join to form a church at home group where you can watch the video together, you can have conversation and discussion and share in the community together. Faith was never meant to be lived alone. And this is an opportunity for us to read scripture, to grow together, to ask questions, and to seek a new heart in Christ. Our goal is simply this, to have seven church at home communities meet, seven. I'd love to have more than that, but that is what we're praying for, that we will at least see seven groups of two or more people gathered. 
already there's a couple groups that are meeting and I would love for you guys to either join one of those groups or perhaps make your own. I want people to engage the truth of the scriptures and to be a part of the community of Christ. This is a time for you to take what you've been reading all week in Acts and perhaps even journaling and thinking about and pondering and begin to have a community in which you can begin to share it and dialogue and talk about what God is teaching you in your life right now. How is God taking that heart of stone and replacing it with a heart of flesh? Our goal is to grow in our faith, to become disciples of Jesus Christ. And this is a great opportunity in which we can do it. Now, for those of you out there that may be feeling a pull on your heart to become a host, this is your opportunity to say, God, I'm ready. All I need is a, a location, a place, some people to gather, and I will be asking them the questions that the church will provide for me. I'm going to read the scriptures, and I'm going to be growing in my faith, and I'm going to ask you to do a work in me. God needs leaders just like you. And if you feel called, then I want you to contact us. You can do it through Facebook Messenger or through email. There'll be some links in the bottom of this video. But I want you to really be serious about this. It's an opportunity for community. You don't have to know everything in the Bible. You don't even have to have the kind of faith that moves mountains. But what you do need to have is a desire. A desire to honor God, to follow Christ, and to grow in your faith. That's all it takes. The Holy Spirit will fill you with wisdom far beyond your understanding. And he will bring the people that already he is beginning to open their hearts and minds to this idea. It just takes someone brave like you to ask, to invite them over, or to be a part. Now, if you don't feel comfortable meeting in homes, you can meet in a park. You can find a safe place outside somewhere. Um, but I just encourage you to step out in this. This is an opportunity to watch God grow you in faith. Now, I've shared with you many times about my own faith journey, but the real reason I'm a minister today and I have such a deep faith in Christ is because of the people in my life that stepped out and said, God, use me. And in that using of them, God used them to change my life, to share Christ and allow me to find Christ for myself. These people all poured into me. None of them had skills or gifts any greater than you or I, but what they had is a desire to honor God in it. And so now's your time, your chance, to step out in faith and say, God, use me through this crisis. Now, as things continue to unfold here in the state of Ohio, well, we will be following our governor and our bishop and we'll be doing everything we can to keep people safe. And again, we will look forward to the day when we can all meet again in church. But in the meantime, church is not a building. It's a group of people gathered together. And so go forth and make church homes for people. Allow us, as we do church at home, to embrace Christ in a new way and to continually grow as faithful followers of Jesus Christ. Now, my friends, I'd love to celebrate this act of communion with you today. Today, I have picked a cracker and I have my coffee with me. And so I'm going to ask you to grab your elements, and as you do so, let us pray. Lord Jesus, as we gather before you, whether it's in person or online, or even just in your spirit, God, would you take these elements and use them for your glory and your good, that we might become creatures of your presence. Lord, that you would use us in mighty ways, that we would taste and see that you are good, and that we would help others to have the courage to follow and believe to find peace and hope in a God who invites them to be much more than what they are, but to be a part of the family of the living God. In Jesus' name, amen. As Jesus took the bread, or in our case, a cracker, maybe you have a donut, but either way, he took it and he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. 
Every time you taste and eat of it, do so in remembrance of me. And we do that in remembrance of what Christ has given up for us. Not simply just out of love, but also out of making his Father's name great. You and I are a part of something really great. The love of God shed for us through the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And the hope we have is in his resurrection that we know happened and that people experienced. So today you and I can experience the risen Christ. Take and eat in remembrance of Christ Jesus. During that faithful night, Christ also took the cup at the supper, celebrating Passover. In my case, I have coffee this morning. Perhaps you have tea or juice or whatever it is you have. But in the same way, we're going to celebrate the idea that Christ would lift that cup, give thanks to God, the smashing of the grapes, the crushing of these things in order to make something pure and drinkable. In the same way, Christ's body would be crushed. His spirit, his soul, everything would be given for us. And as he laid there on the cross and the Father poured out the wrath, Jesus took upon himself this amazing gift so that you and I do not have to face the wrath of God. It has all been poured out and it is finished in the person of Jesus Christ. As we trust in him to be that ultimate sacrifice, so we too will not taste the wrath of God nor death, but be resurrected into new creations before Jesus himself, living a life of abundance, a life of holiness, one that celebrates the name of God. Take your cup and as we give thanks, let us drink. My friends, this is a great time as we conclude to just spend some time in prayer or silence. Maybe take a walk today and enjoy the nature and allow God to speak to you through it. Perhaps you want to get a head start and you want to jump into the book of Acts. Well, we'll be kicking these groups off June 14th. And so I want you to be praying over the next two weeks as we begin to ask, who does God want involved in our lives? Who should we be involved with in ours? Do we invite neighbors, friends, family? Do we look for people from the church that we know and love and we'd love to have greater community with? This is an opportunity of growth. Don't waste this great opportunity. My friends, go in the peace, the love of Christ, and we'll see you soon.